Here we are in year two, episode 12 of the Simple Success Podcast, and this is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. Coaching happiness. Coaching happiness. And when you change you, you change everything in more ways than might be obvious at first. And so we must carefully control your mind. <laughs> I will control your mind. You wish. Try controlling your own mind. Oh, is that what this is about? Right. Either you control your mind or it controls you. Huh. Our friend Napoleon Hill again, that negative person. Impressive that you caught that, DT, even though we're all about positive thinking here. You know, it's really odd. What is? When I was young, oh, everyone get their canes out, tap, tap, tapping into one of those elderly brain regions. <sighs> there was this book on the family bookshelf. Oh, a positive self-talk book. Don't tell me. Think and grow rich. Okay, I won't tell you. Walked into that, deny. <laughs> yeah, here's where I smile triumphantly to myself. So what did it say? I thought you said you'd read it. <laughs> if you don't know what it said. All right, how about you don't need money to be happy? Yes, you do. Money can't buy you love. Well, that's okay. I don't care too much for money. Were we talking about something? Probably. We often do. What was it? Oh, it was about controlling your mind. Just not in an evil sort of way. So really you mean keeping control of your mind? Finally you have it, you starveling, you eel-skinned, you dried neat's tongue. You fourth of all those Henrys. Did you see what I did there? Did where? Some negative thinking? Not Harley, DT. In the writing for this, I made sure to let you, I mean our listeners, know that there is a clear difference between mind control and controlling your own mind. Amplify. Okay, how's this? No, not with the audio fader. Explain better. Oh, right. It's like Henry Ford's definition of education. Don't tell me. That came out of the book too, right? Yes, it came out of the book you claim to have read. Ignoring that. Focusing on your definition. What was it? An educated man is one who has so developed the faculties of his mind that he may acquire anything he wants, or its equivalent, without violating the rights of others. Connect that into the brief thing about what it is. Okay, having an educated mind is more than just knowing stuff. I bet you're going to say it's about doing it too. I have not the animal mind. It is only that thing which closes the knowing-doing gap we all love. Instead of? Instead of going off into many different stories and topics at once, we focus instead on first, yeah, first what we're talking about, in case there could be some confusion. Second? Uh-huh. Giving more detail and maybe an example or two. And third? Yes, your favorite, tying it into investing and why we should move forward anyway. So the examples are right after break number one. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast, financial life coaching from a happiness perspective, because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us. Please head over to the support link in our written show notes. That's the words on your podcast player. There, you can choose from a $9.99 per month doing level of support, a $4.99 knowing level, or a basic intro level of just $0.99 cents per month. Great place to start, whichever you choose. Thank you so much for helping us do this for you. And to leave us a voice message, which just might see the light of day in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes. 
you'll go to a site where you can leave a video, audio, or text-only message, depending on how you feel at the moment. You can also send us an audio file attached to an email if you use just more than your phone for stuff. I won't repeat those links because weird. And anyway, show notes. It's all in there, and it's all easy. Since we're talking about the subconscious mind again, have I mentioned my, my extreme appreciation of Dr. Stanley Milgram? Of who? Stanley Milgram. He was a research psychologist and professor at Yale in the 1960s. And he's famous for the thing we're linking in the show notes. Yeah, that, yes. Not deep breathing or anything. Just generally the direct experience of changing focus. Which is almost the same thing as distracting. Almost, DT, but you're right. He got the subject of the experiment to focus on the official-looking guys in lab coats instead of the so-called victims. Who weren't really victims, we should hastily point out. True, but the subjects, the ones turning the dial to increase the voltage... They were really the victims, since the test was really to see what they would do. Where did this idea come from? Well, no doubt there's a few different sources, but a really famous one, toward which we can point another Wikipedia link, is a guy named Edward Bernays. Sounds tasty, but delicate. Oh, you're thinking of the sauce again, despite my warning to you about that last week. Oh, it's spelled the same though, right? Mm, nope. See the link, which is not, I should point out, not fake news. Okay, the link, but... What will it say that fits in with what we're saying? Well, you can judge for yourself at the link, but the takeaway point is that Bernays is generally accredited with having virtually invented public relations. That stuff was never done before? No, it probably was. But this still caught a lot of people off guard. It still catches people, even those who know about his propaganda book. Mess with my frame of mind, will you? You have a copy of that? Well, I don't yet. But no problem. Amazon. To hear about the Kindle ebook version, yeah, say by propaganda. So fake news is not a new thing. It is not. The outrage of some people might be new and real, but it's really just a smokescreen. A pretty clever one. Yeah, not bad, those clever ones. Speaking of which, what was the Coke thing? Oh, you mean the Coke, new Coke, classic Coke thing? I do. You were probably around for that. In a simple way, I can claim that success. Oh, please, share this everyday life thing. Do tell. Okay. Way back in 1985... When dinosaurs roamed the Earth? Yes, and Doubting Thomas was still the devil. Okay, I'll stop. This sort of successful little Atlanta company changed its recipe for success. And that worked out how? Depends on the goal and what you're looking for. As you said in your question, they changed from the original to what was called New Coke. When that bombed, they reintroduced the original, but called it Classic Coke, until about 2002, when they discontinued that naming convention. So how is this a fake news example? Good question again, DT. There's some controversy over this exactly. Splain! Well, when you look at the Wikipedia link, you see a theory that this whole thing was done to prop up flagging sales, which the company has denied. But you're pushing it? No. What gets me is how well buried is the theory that was going around at the time, which is not even addressed in the link. Which was? That Coke did it on purpose. Huh? Yep. The idea being that the original stuff, which had fructose as a great tasting sugar substitute, was getting too expensive. Go on. So Coke puts out, as the theory goes, a cheaper version that's quote-unquote better. But it isn't better, right? Correctamundo. It tastes worse. Pardon my incoherent look here. Okay, pardoning. So, they pull it and roll out a third thing, 
which is a lot more like the original, but still not quite. But that wouldn't compare head to head. True, but there had been a few months, so most people couldn't do that. They trusted instead? They did, and the consensus was that we all got something almost as good, but which was far more profitable. And they denied that too, right? Well, I imagine they would have, but as I said, that idea seems to not be around anymore. Like any good conspiracy theory. But since it was a big deal at the time... Yep, that puts it squarely in the fake news bucket. It was something which distracted by masquerading as the truth. Which has nothing to do with investing at all, right? You know what, DT? This is one of those times when some kinds of distractions might actually be a good idea. Like what kind of distractions? The kind that take your mind off really detailed and important topics, like the one today. Oh! But first, break number two. We know a lot about you already, because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to a hard podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing? I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app, and from whatever place you like. And don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno, civil. Also remember, this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. Before we get into the tie-in, what happened to people who learned to mindfully avoid fake news? Also what happened was that they took care of themselves. They fed their brains nutritious food. They exercised regularly. They slept well. Everything in moderation is the saying. Even moderation? Yep. Plus, they were mindful and meditated. They read and they learned. They developed new habits. So, if you want to have a happy life, you've got to make sure that you are feeding your brain with the right kinds of thoughts. Yeah, and the investing tie? There is so much information out there about investing. This isn't really the time for whining about that, is it? No, it's not. In fact, it's never a good time to whine about anything. Right. Let's make white noise instead. Like a Tesla? Oh, man, how did I walk into that? You said the words white noise. Sure, but I mean the tie-in. How? Just the other day, I overheard a so-called expert telling his followers that Tesla's battery factory in Nevada couldn't supply all of America's power needs, even if it wanted to. I'm listening. And that's despite the fact that doing that is not even a little bit why Tesla is playing in that space. They're not trying to do that. So it's not true? Nope. And neither is the fake news that people play games while driving. How is that fake? Because the car has to be in park for games to work. <clears throat> Investing? Connection? Uh, right, right. Easy. Simple. A simple success solution. The connection is that people sometimes masquerade as an expert to get you to do something or not do something, right, or not do something based on their recommendation and their, shall I say, alternative facts. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that 
is that a lot of people end up investing in something at the wrong time or for the wrong reasons or both. Other distracting fake news. Good combination of words, and I see where you're going, but something can be true and distracting as well as fake and distracting. But that would be a separate story. Yes, but not too late. Like the expert said. Well, actually, he said it was too late to buy Tesla because it has already gone up so much. Is that connected? No, not even a little. But you have to be able to identify and avoid distractions to successfully navigate the fake news pit. That would be very hard at first, wouldn't it? It would, but through practice and repetition, we'll all get good and control our own minds. And we'll buy investments, whether that's Tesla or a few other good and simple ideas for success. I am confident. I am confident. I am confident. Gracias por escuchar. A la prochaine. I am rich. I am successful. Are you still here? Cool. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King John C. Brandy, Fact Checker Abraham Lincoln, French Consultant Virginia Mitchell, Media Expert Favoro Bossy E.K., Psychologist Sigmund Freud, Rabbit Hole Advisor Dr. Mark Parrot, Sound Designer Goodly Amo Marconi, Spanish Consultant Cameron J.K. Brandy, Videographer Alfred Hitchcock, Audio Props Lace Paul, Inspiration Napoleon Hill and Earl Nightingale. We also have a website and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message. But of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to actually get links and stuff. I mean, I could read the URLs where you can subscribe, support, or leave one of those video or audio messages, but you really don't want me to do that. And those explicit and clickable links are in the show notes. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch, where we consider guests as well as consider guesting on other people's pods. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Ben Sound, and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, both on Freesound.org.